What's up, you sandbagging sons of bitches? Welcome back to uh, Morgan and Stove Sandbagging, episode number two, hypothetically number three. First one was a trial run, and we're just getting a little better each and every time. For those of you who can't see at home, Morgan is... Uh, the mountains are blue, man. Yeah, I was going to say, the mountains are definitely blue on that one. You can see the frosty. Your, your camera's looking fucking excellent. It's got to be the lighting in your room there. We upgraded the studio. We're now upstairs, up in the sunroom. I'm looking at the Pacific Ocean, all her glory, and this this course light is damn good. Damn. So that means you you made it back from Mexico, and then you also went on another little journey, a little sprint, you may call it, right down to Scottsdale. Okay, before we get before you get into that, to play golf at this sick course in Mexico, you had to sit through like a two hour like business like investing or timeshare type meeting yeah they they put me through the uh the ringer and then some i would say that i'll I'll basically make this short and quick but um i wound up getting a shuttle from the hotel over to the the resort basically the resort's called diamante i think tiger like owns the majority of it and i meet this very kind woman can't say that i remember her name and we get in her like escalate. That's a memorable public. meeting right there. Very memorable. She was sweet, you know, very, very nice lady trying to make a living. And uh, she was definitely hustling. But we, we got in her like escalate. She winds up driving me all over the property, let me know where things are at. She takes me in a house. She takes me in a condo. We go to breakfast. Honestly, we, we had breakfast in this clubhouse. Like, I feel like I was in Florida in 2005. Just weird, <laughs> that weird, like- uncomfortable. Weird that sounds like the wild. beginning to that sounds like the beginning of one of those movies you see on the internet, you know. Yeah, I was getting a little creeped out. I uh I had about eight pieces of bacon, was just hammering coffee as she's as she's talking to me at breakfast, and she starts she pulls out a piece of paper, starts throwing numbers in front of my face, talking about it, you know, can I financially make this work? And I had to sort of just level set with her and say, hey, like, I really appreciate, you know, what you're doing here. Just so you know, I'm, I'm 27. I'm trying to save up money to buy my own house. A timeshare, not really in the cards for me. So we go, she keeps sort of like selling me. They finally take me back to the main office. It's like been an hour and a half at this point. Some other woman, they bring in the closer. She tries to close me in on the deal. She's talking 10 grand down pay another 30 off over the next couple of years. And I'm just like, I just want to play golf. Like uh, that's why I'm here. Dude, wait, so you came, wait, you came clean and just said that to him. No, I don't think I said that. I think she picked up the vibe. She started to pick up the vibe that I was there for the golf. And I kind of joked. I was like, yeah, like I'm just trying to play golf, but I do see there is some interest here, like down the road. It's just not a right now thing. I think she even pulled out the old the old sales line, like, did I do enough to earn your business today? And I said, unfortunately, you did not. But I'm going to sit on this, think about it. Um, and then they actually brought in a third closer, big dog. Uh, the, the first two were women. And then they brought in the big dog. Can't remember his name either. Uh, and he, he tried to close me as well. And uh, finally, after about two hours, 15 minutes, I got the hell out of there and I got to play some golf. So... Quite an experience. Definitely not ready for a timeshare. Damn. Yeah, real quick. What is, uh, what's on your, you got a Band-Aid on your ear? Ear? What's going on there? Yeah. Earlier this morning, you know, it's, I'm a little <laughs> groggy. I'm just waking up. I was, for some reason, decided to sort of trim the side of my 
Uh, Dude, that's what I'm saying. It looks like you have a shape up right now under that hat. <laughs> no, I yeah, it was it was a tough scene, and then I yeah, basically went with these little like trimming scissors and just snipped a piece of my ear off. So it's actually I'm not going to show you guys, but a piece of my ear is like hanging. It's very small, but it's like hanging off. So I got a bandaid and neosporin on it. It maybe could have been an urgent care play, but we're gonna do the little home. You know, the nah, home, home, home so. remedy is always the way to go. Yeah. All right, yeah, then real quick, just tell me about Scottsdale because you were only there for like a day, two days. Yeah, I was there for 48 hours. Um, yeah, I, I will say too, starting off, that drive, it's all through the desert. You're kind of you like drive. Wait, oh, Southern I California. I drove. Yeah, it's five and a half hours. Um, easy drive, threw on a couple podcasts. I got some old school tunes going. Um, I will say there's something about kind of relaxing or like meditate whatever the term you want to use like i i really enjoyed like a nice five and a half hour drive to kind of just chill by myself hang yes. out I'm a, dude i'm a driver all the time you know me and all my yeah, friends went nice. to nashville like mo- nine of them flew i hopped in a car and drove 12 hours there 12, 12 hours there 12 hours back no questions is, no 12 questions is, 12 is pushing it although east coast you kind of <laughs> You probably go through like five, four different states, yeah. So I mean, uh, on the way to Nashville, of... I mean, dude, think about this. The where do just... you where do you hit West Virginia? I don't I don't remember. You go like through Virginia. We went by like JMU, honestly. But um, yeah. think about this: where just Philadelphia is two hour drive. You can go two hours north, less than that. Get to be in like Hoboken, New York City, or yeah. Pocono Mountains if you go that direction north. Two hours, like, to the east, you're at the Jersey Shore, either North Jersey or South Jersey, whatever you prefer. Two hours south, you're in Baltimore, D.C., Virginia, like, DMV area. The and motherland. Then, yeah, the, yeah, where where it all where it all started. Where, dream, where dreams go to die. Yeah. Um, no, no. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> um, but, uh, no, so the, yeah, short of it is, drove out there, got in the sun. We're dealing with this, like, June gloom. BS down in San Diego, so I needed to go see the sun a little bit. Uh, played some golf. Hey, I wanted to shout out DeFalco's Italian Eatery in Scottsdale. I've lived in California my whole life. I've had some really good. Uh, I think Philomena in uh, DC, phenomenal Italian. This is maybe top three best Italian food I've ever had. Uh, mm. Unbelievable! If you're what, in the Scottsdale area, what was the dish? We got so we got a couple things. We got a chicken cheesesteak. I've never got a chicken cheesesteak before. It was phenomenal. We got a spicy penne alla vodka, something or other. It was phenomenal. A, a chicken cheesesteak at an Italian place. That's kind of crazy. Chicken cheesesteak. It was legit. And then uh, we got a, a margarita. I'm a I'm a simple guy. I like margarita pizza. Uh, uh, margarita very, pizza at an Italian place is the only way to go. Like, it was very, very, very good. So if you if you are in the Scottsdale area, go to DeFalco's. They'll hook it up, and then uh, yeah, DeFalco's. If you're listening to this somehow, some way, you know, if you want to sponsor us, sponsor the podcast, you know, let me know. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, drove back Sunday afternoon after watching my boy uh, Victor Hovland get his, you know kind of official first PGA Tour victory under his belt, getting it done at Jack's place. Yeah, I mean, so. I guess that, that was kind of a long time coming for him. Like, he's been playing 
He's been playing so good. He's been knocking at the door. Well, dude, that's just the thing. Like, the whole leaderboard every week is just, like, names. Well, not even him, just names you know. Like, everyone's playing good every week. And, dude, freaking Scotty Scheffler could just, like, play, like, whatever, normal all week. And then just some for some reason uh, on Sunday just come out and pop off and always make a run at it, dude. Have you seen – did you see the stats or did you see any of the stats on Scotty's week? No, I didn't. I was so, doing my thing all weekend. Okay, just to, and for those who might not follow golf specifically, uh, basically the easiest way to sum this up is Scotty Scheffler. I think he's the number two player in the world right now, or he's number one. Flip flops between him and John Rahm. Um, he had the best. He hit the ball the best off of the tee, and he hit the ball best with his irons and woods in, and wedges into the greens. So he essentially played the best golf out of anybody. He was number oh, one on the week. Putter. And his putting was – his putting, they call it strokes gained via using his putter. His putting was dead last. He lost by one. He lost the tournament by one. If he puts average on the week, he wins by seven strokes. If he puts like Denny McCarthy putted, who was runner-up to Hovland, Scheffler wins. He's 18 under. The winner was seven under. So basically all that goes to say is this guy, seemingly the best golfer in the world right now, not even close, but he can't putt. He's got maybe the yips, although he says he doesn't, but I think he might be he might be yipping. Oh uh, that's a strong word to Pretty, use. Not yipping, but he's not he's From he's missing three of, foot he's missing three footers like it's his job. From an average golfer celebrating no double no double bogey rounds. Yeah, the doubles. That's how you that's how you score. But anyway. Um. Yeah. What's been going on with you, pal? You've been up to uh, quite a lot. It's been tough getting in touch with you. <laughs> I just like will answer like one day, and that's just not answer for like four more days. Um. But right. yeah, cricket. Uh, cricket aerated this week, so I had a decision to make whether to stay in the area and work this tournament that happens across the street at Sunnybrook uh, Country Club or go on what proved to be like one of my better decisions, but an expensive one. Nonetheless, I decided to hit all the concerts of bands I like. We're coming to Philadelphia or the surrounding area all in consecutive days. And I managed to find a one on every day for six days in a row, including the cherry on top in New York City with two concerts each day or kind of two concerts. The second one was a co-headline, but when you love both the bands, you just count it as two concerts. But sure. I, I hit Matt Mason, who's like more like stripped down acoustic type of stuff in Philadelphia. And then the highlight for me until I got to New York city, my Philly highlight, the backseat lovers, they just absolutely ripped the guitar at the Fillmore. So that was cool disappointment of the run was hippocampus and i kind of missed Gus really that. yeah it's um they don't That's have that much. and they surprising well yeah they don't have that much new music so they were doing a concert like strictly based off like their well-known their like bangers that you already know i mean they did yeah. release a little ep and like all those songs are great but they've been like out that. for a while I miss Gus Dapperton opened. He's actually a local Philly guy. I believe he went to Drexel before he went to a music school in New York. But uh, 
I missed like half of his set, so disappointed on that. But sometimes the loop gets in the way, traffic gets in the way. Everybody knows how it goes. I sure. was Gil. Gil knows that shit for sure. Next night was a wild card because I was maybe going to go to the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, but I ended up staying in the city. I saw Declan McKenna, who's another Europe European artist that got to be Irish, yeah. I don't really know. I'm not going to say. I don't like to misquote, but sure, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he was very entertaining, and that was like probably the shocker of the trip. All right. But, three those three nights in a row dude i bought a ticket off StubHub, and it was a fraudulent ticket every time and like they acted like it was like no big deal that like it was fraudulent and just like let us in anyway but like wow that shit is just not secure at all but i mean whatever but then then i make my way up to, <laughs> to new york city the aeration has begun I snuck out a couple of loops at Squires, made a little bit of money before. And so I'm just off to New York City with Jim and Connor. They live you, down. Uh, do you drive or take the oh, train? Oh, yeah. I, uh, dead. I already dead. Listen, I said that like an idiot. <laughs> um, I, I drive up 95 up to Hoboken, and then I left it in a garage this time just because I knew I was there for a little bit, and I was going to be kind of – sillies so i didn't feel like keeping re-upping the meter on my phone even though that would have been definitely cheaper so i just yeah i just left it in the garage but then you walk right there hoboken's not too big so you just walk to the uh the subway station on the corner and you take the take the whatever subway the path the path is what it's called you take it on under the hudson onto is it the hudson i don't even know uh into Doesn't the matter. world trade center like terminal and then they cool. live right there in tribeca and it's like a 10 minute walk it's like so easy Sick. but then i just need to talk about two two venues the venues in here we went to lane eight okay lane eight is like a dj edm type beat but yep. they don't do it at night and it's not like a rave but they made us lock our phones in these like padded magnetic cases because they want Whoa. you to be like more immersed, but it was at Forest Hills Stadium in Queens, which is a a tennis like facility or oh, like cool. training grounds, whatever you want to call it. And the way Jimmy put it is in this little quaint town, and it's a very quaint town. I thought it was a good way to put it because you just get off. We got off the LIRR Long Island Railroad, I believe. I'm not sure. Um, got off the LIRR, and we're in this like castle looking like irish looking honestly town cobblestone we walked cool. in and it was just like and it's like a big dome so the sound just resonates off the thing and it's just crazy like scenery and everything because we didn't get the floor seats but that's cool and then the same night we go we take that we take an uber from there to brooklyn that's that was in queens to brooklyn and then we john summit is another dj i didn't really know what i was even walking myself into but the brooklyn mirage is just a whole different type of dj seat it's got a fucking 150 like foot or yard uh led screen that goes all the way around and like however freaking high dude you just feel like you're in an absolute sounds like it sounds like a lot yeah, I only need those like once or twice a year. I'm not uh I'm not always trying to go to this. Yeah. I don't but... that, I'm not a Coachella guy. I don't I don't dip my feet in into that much. But you know Zoo? I know of Zoo. I don't You know of Zoo. Have you heard of Outside Lands? It's the music festival in the city. 
Yeah, I've seen plenty of videos on okay. YouTube of okay. like six sets at concerts like that. Just a, a, a quick memory bank. I uh, uh, like two two years ago. What was that COVID voice year. crack? That was nice. No, it wasn't a voice crack. Uh, <laughs> two two years <laughs> two years ago. Um, Halloween. They had to postpone because of COVID. So I did it on Halloween. It was Friday night, Halloween, and Zoo was playing. And let's just say, without getting into the details, we're having a phenomenal time. And I'm not usually a Zoo EDM guy, but let, it was one of the most fun hours of my life. It was just a fucking blast. I wish I could relive the that light, moment. The lights were Damn flashing. It. The lights were doing their thing. There was plenty of action going on in all sorts of ways. It was a good time. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. It sounds like a – how was your come down? Uh, dude, hold on, hold on. I wasn't done. I got to shout out oh, some I'm food. Sorry. I got to shout out some food places first. Oh, come on. All right. So that was before the final concert, which is actually the crown jewel of the whole trip. And they're coming to Philadelphia again this Sunday. So that's why I'm even more pumped about it. But right out, right near where, where the fellows live is this place called Benvenuto's uh, something restaurante or cafe. It's on, I got addresses here, 369 Greenwood Street near the borough of Manhattan Community College near the Western Highway, West Side Highway, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, famous highway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's unbelievable. And the Italian? food, um, it's everything. It's I describe it as a mom and pop's Wawa. They just care mm. a little bit more. Okay. There's a lot, a lot more, yeah. Yeah, and they're they're not serving up tens like me and me and Jim talked about. It. It's not tens, but everything on the menu is like a seven point five or an eight. And when you're serving chicken Caesar salad, breakfast sandwich, pancakes. Uh, pasta a la vodka when you're serving all that same shit and it's all 7.5s fucking sign my ass up for that shit man yeah that's, that's fair that shit is fire and then so i'm walking to the dead rabbit my favorite my favorite absolute favorite bar irish pub everything every category in favorite bar in the world yeah even wow. even better than the even better than the irish ones that i was in in ireland all right. Good description by me there. Irish ones in Ireland. Um, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> but uh, the dead rabbit, like on the lower, on the lower wet, not, not even the lower west side. That's not a thing. I think it's like the financial district near Wall Street, but it's on Water yeah. Street, like right there on the water. And I'm on my way there. And I just see this, uh, this huge arsenal flag from like three blocks away. So I start walking towards it. And it ends up being just like what looks like a restaurant. And the dude I see walk in and said it walks through the doors. He immediately, his head starts going like down. And I'm like, oh, this place is fucking downstairs. Like I got to walk in and see this place. And I walk in and it's like an old school, like showroom bar. It's got like three, like huge setups with old school stools and like, like barbershop like floor i don't even know how to really describe the floor yeah, yeah like three separate like open area pool uh two two separate open area like pool hall type deals and like one like just like line of seats with a bunch of tv set up it was just like an old it was described as an irish american pub it was like a good Love mix it. and it was the only thing that sucked is the guinness was ass 
But really, still, yeah, could have been a bad pour. Oh. Could have been a bad. Well, could have been a bad keg. Could have been a bad whatever. Interesting, because I feel like I could give a shit how the bar looks or like. I mean, the vibe is obviously important, but if the drinks aren't good, then what's the point? I mean, I don't know. It's, you could. There's a lot of drinks. You could probably find one you like. You know. I just feel like Guinness in America is not great, and like, uh, it's hard to find. It's hard to find a good one, you know. Yeah. And this next one, Dead Rabbit, and like Fergie's in Philadelphia, like that's one I've like touted as like my, one of my favorite Guinnesses, and the fucking Guinness at the United Kingdom Epcot pavilion in disney world oh god because disney's got to get that shit on priority order bro they got to get that shit sh- like shipped as fresh as possible because that stuff was insane it was Good. it was served in a plastic cup too and they were really? drawing they were drawing mickeys in it i was like yo this is crazy all right, all right wow wow right. so we're back back that's we're a, that's a that's surprising <laughs> we're walking to the now back to the dead rabbit i'm walking to the dead rabbit and this place is just just a great Irish experience. I don't know if it could be called an Irish pub because it doesn't really remind you of that except for, like, the bar area. But it's got, like, all these decorations from, like, their, like, homeland of Ireland, like, all over the place. One of the more authentic things I've ever seen is they have sawdust sprinkled on the ground. And that reason is because back in the day, they had sawdust to soak up spills so there would be less like wipeouts on spills because people get pissed drunk and it's easier to slide kegs on it It, like it eliminates friction and super super late at night the the drunk as shit guys you just slide them out on there isn't that crazy it's just cool cool. to walk in there because you never see you never really heard of any place like that right yeah and then they just their Irish coffee is just like that. And they have this like saying on the wall that like all things come in threes, like the tap room, the parlor and the whatever. One more room. But then um, a Guinness, an Irish coffee and an old fashioned. And that's oh. like, you. You go in there and you just order those three. It's expensive as shit, but fuck it. And then from those there, are, I have fallen in love with old fashions. Those things are dangerous. With, with the orange rind on the rim. Oh, it's so good. That legit. Um. All right, and then last thing from there, root. We went to root this venue. The venue made it because the the same concert's coming to Philadelphia, and it's forty bucks. And that ticket was way too expensive. I'm not gonna talk about how much it was for that for it there, but. Rooftop Pier, Milky Chance, and Young the Giant co-headlining. That was just like, I didn't realize, though, that Young the Giant puts on a show like that. Like, so many, like, times I'm like, you can immediately become a fan of a band at a show. And that was just like. That's epic. That was just like, let's freaking go. But then, I don't even know who that is. So I, I, I'm going to listen to them now. Um. You would, I don't even know. They make, I would describe them as like FIFA music to someone oh. who doesn't really know alternative. Yeah. Yep. But if you like, if you know, like, dude, you would know like their, their top three songs you definitely heard, but okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go and then try and sing it to you right now. No, voice, please don't. My singing please, voice is. Please don't. Please save our, our listeners, our menu listeners from <laughs> that. Um, I'm gonna, I'll throw them on when I'm cooking dinner tonight. How about that? Yeah, actually, I'm going to plug you some links after this shit. Nice. 
All right. Well, that that trip sounds uh, sounds pretty epic. Um, have you ever given any thoughts, though, to I feel like with your energy and your, your youthful spirit, you could uh, you could live in New York. You could I could see you caddying in Long Island. There's some there's some big dick courses out there that you could. Yeah, you could but that's not that's not New York. If you're talking about New York, I could caddy. I couldn't live in New York City. Whenever I go to New York City for two days, I come back. I'm like, get me out of this fucking place. Oh, OK. OK. You're not about it. All right. If like there was something to do, like there's a course that I know of up in the Hamptons. That is like, what's it called? The Bridge. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of content on that place. Looks awesome. That place is crazy. I met a caddy that played at cricket. He said them motherfuckers make like two fifty a bag. <laughs> Easy, that, I could, yeah. Isn't that crazy? He says like yeah, rents. He said like rents insane, but it pays for it in like a couple rounds. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, yeah, Long Island golf is very intriguing to me. There's so many good courses out there. Old I school, mean, yeah. The old top money. five like states in the world or in the country are like it's like Pennsylvania, New York, Florida, yeah. Texas, and like California. Probably, speaking right? of speaking of cool golf courses, too, I'm gonna be at Los Angeles Country Club next Wednesday for the practice round. Action starts Damn. next Thursday, the 15th. But I'm going boots on the ground. Uh, very excited. Looking forward to to that. It should be fun. <laughs> Wait, do you have to pay for that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I already paid for it. I paid oh. for it a couple months ago. So yeah. <laughs> you're the you're that's like you you're like low key your Super Bowl right now. Not my Super Bowl, but it'll be fun to see the the fellas uh, on a Wednesday. You know, it's not an actual round where they're sort of tinkering and they're they're getting dialed though. Um, and just it, it, you know, it'll be a little less packed. Like I saw Tiger play at Riviera earlier this year. That was a goddamn disaster. It was a zoo. Like, if you wanted to follow Tiger, you could maybe see one of his shots. Like, the crowds were that absurd. So, you no have to Tiger. Just guess, like, what side of the fairway he was going to yeah. miss on. Yeah. I mean, poor guy couldn't even walk. It was like, but anyway, I'll be out there, boots on the ground. Um, see how the course is playing. It looks very, very, very unique. It's going to be baked out, I'm thinking. It'll be firm and fast. Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to say a, a bold prediction here. I think it's going to be the best U S open in the past 25 years. So, <laughs> but did you just say that about the fucking players championship to me the other day? No, I said, no, no, the no, no, no. I said the PGA was, <laughs> no, a no, top, no. A, no, no, no. I said it was the best <laughs> tournament, like competition wise. It was the, it was one of the best tournaments in the past five years. I'm saying yeah. this course, this venue, LACC, I don't know how the tournament's going to shake out, but the course will be the most unique and interesting golf course we've Wait, seen. Wait, you didn't caddy at this one, though? Or did you? No, I've got a backstory on LACC, though. I spent a lot of time in L.A. the past couple of years, and I would go from time to time, tell the security guard I was a caddy, and I'd go down <laughs> there. I would, I would hit balls on the range till the sun goes down, till the sun went down. Dude, I was and, gonna say, what if they needed an emergency guy? They need somebody oh, with I'm, some experience. I've never stepped on the north course. I actually poked out, poked around on the on the south course once. They have two courses. Um, never been on the north, so I wouldn't really know my way around. But I will say, don't you? First, did you get kicked off when you fucking went on the course? No, never got kicked off there. Is that the place got... you said you went and you hit range balls and you just like walk up with earpods in and you just act like you know what's good? Yes, that's the place. But my first time ever trying that is probably, you know, it's like middle of the summer where it's in LA, right? It's like, it happened to be one of those days, no gloom. 
sun is scorching. It was like 90 degrees. So, you know, obviously, naturally, I throw on some shorts. And I go down to the driving range and I go to like the, the driving range is massive. I go down to the very left side of the range and uh, I, I kind of kept my head down. Like I'm trying not to make any eye contact with folks. And uh, I literally throw my bag down. I think I maybe hit one ball or like I'm putting on my glove and I hear this woman behind me and she like kind of hollers at me and I turn and, and she's like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, yeah, you know, cordial going well. How are you? And she's cordial. like, and she's like, and she goes, she says something along the lines of, she's like, oh, you're wearing shorts, huh? And I'm just like, yeah, it's 90 degrees out. I said something smart, whatever, but I'm, I'm being respectful. And, and she goes, yeah, you're not allowed to wear shorts here. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm a caddy. And she's like, oh, you're a caddy? Like, even the caddies have to wear pants. Like, and I literally, I think I said, I was like, oh, is that, is that like still a thing? And she's like, yeah, it's always been a thing. And she's like, I'm not trying to get you in trouble or anything. I just, you know, letting you know. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. And I put my bag on my shoulder and I haul ass for the parking lot. And sure enough, I look and every other person on the driving range is a dude and they all have pants on. And I'm like, God damn it. So it was one of the most anxiety ridden, embarrassing moments uh, for sure. Got in my car and I was back probably a week later with pants on. Just hitting balls, getting better down on the range. So LACC and I have a, have a bit of a pass, but I'm excited to be on the grounds legally this time and see what the place is, is all about. What if they're like, they're like, hey, that's that guy. No, nah, there's no way. I just got a haircut. I'm clean shaven. They're not going to remember me. Oh, my God. But, Dude, anyway. wait. So how many, how many weeks is that away? You said next week? Uh, yeah, U.S. Open's next Thursday. Wait, so um, wait, so all the live guys were going to play anyway, right? There's a bunch of live guys playing, yeah. Uh, but like, wait, so are they play what wait, are they allowed to play like this week the live guys? Uh not in the PG No, no, no. Not when in the does PGA that go in? All right, let's just good start question. like talking about this. Like what like I have so many questions. I was away all weekend and you definitely know all about this. Yeah, I know a decent amount so like to 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 back up um, I think it was yesterday morning. There was basically a, an announcement that came out saying that the PGA tour and the live tour, um, have merged. And so all the, like yesterday for like, as boring of a sport, uh, that golf can seem to be, um, I get it right. Or, but yesterday was as crazy a day as you can possibly have. Uh, for golf, uh, and so there's still like a lot, a lot of details that are yet well, to like, be. When does it start? That's like yet to be hashed out. So the the they just, consensus like, is not not. I wouldn't say they shook hands. No, uh, the consensus is, is that the <laughs> Live Tour will finish their season. So they'll go the rest of the year. They'll do all their tournaments and events and whatnot. And it seems like the live tour will kind of be no more. Although today I saw Greg Norman, who's like the you know, he's the, the CEO of, of live golf. He's very like uh, hell bent in the fact that he thinks live is going to continue. So like, there's so many details that have yet to sort of come out and be hashed out. Um, but at the end of the day, like yesterday was a massive, massive, massive shit show. The commissioner, of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan looks like the biggest squid, snake, piece of shit uh, commissioner of all time. 
he is he has surpassed Goodell uh, in one day, basically. Um, just, a, just a very, 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 very tough day for Jay. Are they I mad? Are the him. players mad? Players are pissed, man. So basically, like backing this up, uh, Jay Monahan was, you know, extremely anti-lib last year. Put out all these very, very harsh statements about what a terrible tour this is and you know uh, a background on live they're backed by like the saudi government and all the money is kind of blood money not good essentially jay put out like a statement or two about it uh and then was just kind of behind the scenes for the last year and a half or so and he's putting his top players in front of the the microphone in front of the cameras uh, basically to speak out against Liv and talk about how bad it was and basically claim their loyalty to the PGA Tour, all for Jay yesterday to make a deal, essentially, with the Saudi-backed golf league. Um, so now they're basically joining forces, which it's an absolute mess. It, there's so much to unpack. Um, I, I ultimately do think, and I, the players have said this, like it's going to wind up being – what's best for golf and best for viewership and what, and for the fans and whatnot, but just the way that it all transpired was just an absolute and utter shit show. And all again, right. yeah, it's a mess. Wait, so are there any details? Like, can I ask you any questions? Like we have yeah, any hit, answers? Hit yeah. Hit me. Give me some well, specifics. Like, okay. If they were to play in the same match, like, would the P would the PGA guys be making like their salary, and the Live guys be making their crazy salary in the same exact match? Like in the same, like they're playing the same holes on the same day. No, I to to my like, belief, are they going to equal out the pay? Yeah. So backing that up, I think guys like Rory, guys like John Rom, all these top players on the PGA Tour, Ricky was going to get seven. $70 million to join the live tour. These guys are going to be retroactively compensated for basically what they turned down from live. So that is going to happen. I don't know when, I don't know how that's going to work. I, that's I mean, already actually, been the, said though. Oh yeah. That yes. And like, that what about the guys that weren't offered? What about the guys that weren't offered money? They're still probably going to get crazy money. I don't know about that. Like Grayson Murray, he's like a low tour guy, lower level tour guy. He's a piece of shit. But Rory and him had a little pissing. They had a little pissing contest in the in the in the meeting yesterday with Monahan in the room. Rory basically, you know, Murray Murray basically asked for Jay Monahan's job, and Rory told uh, Grayson Murray to play better. Murray told, him, Murray told him to fuck off, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Uh, but no, so the the, the top guys would definitely be. Yeah, I don't. Who, who fucking knows? No, he's, he's a southern. Twat. No, he's like a racist southern guy. Not not good. Uh, but. Uh, Essentially, yeah, the the the, guy, the top guys are going to get paid a lot of money by the Saudis, basically for you know as as uh, I'm gonna, like a you know in repair or whatever the word is I'm, I'm blanking. But anyway, those guys are going to get paid money when they're playing in the same tournaments. They'll be making like they'll be playing for the same thing. I imagine next year they'll be like that'll all work itself out. Um, and the live guys, I mean, they kind of look like they made the right decision. Now they left, got a fuck ton of money and now they get to go back and play on pga tour like yo okay th this leads me into my next thing was this always the plan like 
Is is this not looking like too obvious, dude? They just oh, like, it, it, they it just looks butt really... heads. They just split ways, butt heads for a while, and then eventually they just get all this money, just like every other fucking sport now, where they're just paying the people like heinous amounts of money. Yeah, I think either Jay Monahan is either like was he a double agent? He's as big of an idiot as he comes off as, or he's just trolling everybody. And like, this was part of the plan. Like him and like him to and get Greg, the PGA Greg. paid because if the players are getting paid. He's going to get paid too. My yeah. boy. Yeah. It's uh, it's all dirty, man. It's, it's a shame that it, it kind of had to happen this way. I guess the overall sentiment is like, for whatever reason, you know, I, I don't agree with a lot of the, the Saudi stuff, but like, at the end of the day, they have a shit ton of money and they're spending it on sports. They're involved in all sorts of businesses across the world. And they're kind of making things, you know, they're making the wheels turn or make their, you know, they're turning profits. And so I guess it was ultimately inevitable that they were going to have their hands in, the, in those pockets regardless. And so now it just happened to happen this way, but it's been an absolute shit show. Um, they got to yeah. be involved in soccer heavily too, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm sure. Like I mean, they just got Ronaldo. Sponsors. They just got Ronaldo to go play down there, right? Like, really? I don't. I don't really follow. Ronaldo. Like Ronaldo's on a Saudi team now. He's getting paid an enormous amount of cash to play soccer in yeah, the fucking yeah. I don't know. Holy shit! All right, Wild. and then uh, you kind of answered most of the shit I wanted to ask you, but. The last thing I want to say, um, they do different formats in the live. Like they do like team play events where like, I yeah. don't know if you draft teams or those are teams like all the time. Like is like, is any of that like it's been talked about making a transition because like the, the live matches are like the etiquette kind of drops a little and you get yeah. a little more lax of like a country club, like kind yes. of vibe. Yeah, like people don't like, be screaming in backswings, but you no, know. I mean, like PGA Tour does uh, four day, four rounds over four days, and then the Live Tour, how they kind of differentiated themselves was uh, they do fifty four holes uh, over three days. So that's three rounds of golf over three days, and then they did like a team format. So at the end of the tournament, there's a team winner and there's an individual winner. I think their slogan is like. Oh fuck! I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up. It's like oh yeah, it's like golf but louder, which is so fucking stupid and corny. <laughs> but like in Australia, they were in Australia like a month or so ago. But uh, they were doing. Um, Fisher was there, uh, and he the DJ, and they were doing like boot chugs on the golf course. So like their That's whole what thing I was is say, like there was a yeah, chain smokers concert at the one around big, here. Yeah, chain smokers are heavily involved with live. Uh, bad, bad guys. Also, who the fuck was the chain smokers? Uh, instant credibility gone, lost there. But uh, no, their their whole spiel is like, let's make golf a little bit more fun, which I think is honestly going to be ultimately. Uh, uh, for as much as I disagree with a lot of their stuff, it's going to make the golf the game of golf better overall. Um, yeah, I mean, golf golf sure. needs to be more fun and entertaining and a little bit like not so, not so buttoned up. So, yeah. I'm excited to see the best players in the world all back together again. Excited to see my boy Bryson back. Uh, P. Reed. I'm only worried about my man Phil, yo. Yeah, can't say. I'll be uh, too, too thin. I'll probably be trying to lick my wounds and make some money back still from this uh, this concert run at Ramy. (laughs) A good bit of money. 
But you know what? Money, money, fun. Money's like ninety percent air. You know, life's all about experiences. You know that you're doing it firsthand. Exactly. Money, money will come. This podcast is going to generate so much money. Like, it's going to be crazy. Yep. Yo, so listen, listen to this though. I I can't even remember guests today, which was pretty cool. Even though it's not the best golf, even though the guys in my group were actually pretty good, except I took the one guy who wasn't the best and chilled with him all day. Not nice. doing that. I'm a I'm a good layman's term golf teacher. I like to say, but nice. uh, these fires are going on in Canada. Oh my god! I can't believe we haven't gotten to this yet. And. And like, dude, there's like a thick, like I'm looking outside right now. Like there's, it's not thick, but there's been like a steady fog and it's not fog from fucking whatever fog is made from like condensation and and precipitation or whatever it is. But (laughs) dude, I was getting like the first off the pictures I was taking had like a weird, like red, like hue to it. I guess the word would be. And like the moon looks like a red, like blood orange. Wow. And um, I was honestly, I might've been making it up a little in my head, but like, I swear I was getting a little lightheaded, just breathing in yeah. smoke for like four and a half hours out there. Cause I had to show up like super early too. Cause it was an event. So that's a real, that's a real thing. Um, that's shitty. Yeah. But whatever. Not I fun. Got... We used to go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was just, Not I wasn't good. even hot. I was wearing pants and a pullover. But Do you have to wear pants when you caddy? Nah, I just wear them because I feel like I look more official out there. That's that's the dumbest thing ever. Literally the caddies on the PGA Tour wear shorts. Yeah, but I just wear them because that's what I like. And because we have to All wear right. khaki because I don't like khaki shorts. If I could wear blue shorts and, ca- and caddy, then we'd be talking, you know? Interesting. What's your beef against khaki shorts? Um... I don't know. I feel like you just look like a like a standard golfer. Like, yeah, I like to wear like I got blue, black, tan pants now. Like I started to switch up, switch up my game a little bit. Can't be looking too some, normal. Finally got and I got gets, those new irons from that guy, dude. Some guy just gave me those irons. How are those? How's that going? Well, I haven't really played because I was just gone. I shot an eighty-five the first time I played with them, but nice. It's solid. Not bad. The course is just like they're getting it in shape to freaking just roll so crazy. Already rolling like a twelve. But um, yeah. Love speaking it. of that shit, that's gonna be rolling fast. Um, on Monday, I'm getting out of work early from UPS in the morning because my buddy has first time, first tee time off number ten in the Philly Am at uh, it's at Huntington Valley Country Club, which is like around the corner from the UPS building actually, which is sick. sick. And then it's 36 holes, and he's playing later at Lookaway. Uh, I don't know if there's a country club or golf club added to it. Okay. But that's going to be pretty sick. I'm doing Are that you caddying? Yeah, just because oh, he's playing, and he just takes me because whatever. It's just fun. And you know, I got to see a bunch of cool-ass courses that I would never have been able to see last that's year. That's awesome. So I'm doing it again. These two are new. And then I'm Very also nice. hitting – this is like going in reverse. That's on Monday. On Sunday – Milky Chance and Young the Giant, they're coming. That's that Philly concert. They're coming again. Nice. And then um, Skyline Stage, which is like just outside the city, but you like look at the skyline. So it's like, all cool. right, but not crazy. And then my buddy's actually getting married. So it's my first wedding in my entire life that I'm like really going to that isn't like a family member, you know? Yeah. That'll be a blast. That, that shit's. Yo, and then getting old. We should also touch on the finals real quick. Yeah, 
Game three tonight. Um, thoughts so far? Well, this is when I, I wrote something down here. Because I, I listened to Shaq and Chuck, like, because they're not on the ESPN's got it. So they're on NBA TV, like, doing post game yeah. interviews and stuff. They were saying, like, the Nuggets are just, like, a little weirded out because this is the, like, when the playoffs started, no one was talking about the Nuggets in the West. Everybody was talking, like, Warriors, Warriors yeah. Lakers, Suns. Like, no one was talking about them. This is the first time where they're, like, the heavy, heavy favorite. And they don't like know what it like is to be like, yeah. expected to win almost because they played bad in the first two games and they won one and they lost one. But the difference between the Nuggets and the Heat, I'd say, is the Nuggets can play bad and win. I don't know if the Heat can ever play bad and win. Like you always got to play like pretty damn good to win. Yep, I agree with that. I think uh, I, I do think. Yeah, I think that's a real thing when you're. First time in that spot, like the Nuggets are in, I think that's a, a little bit of a, of a question mark. They very well could answer the bell and, you know, they could win the series in five. Um, but I, I will say, like, I, I guess my – He made a big that, adjustment in game two, though. Yeah, I, I would say, like, based on the they fact – They let Jokic were, go off and made them lose, like, that's, like – He's going to – Jokic is going to get his. That's – I mean, I think that's Yeah, but good, they, like, let him go off. And then they were like, all right, if we let him go off, can the rest of them score enough yeah. to beat us? And they didn't. Dude, Spo, Spo is a great coach. Yo, he's been in the mix for so long. Yeah, he's he's epic. I think my my dad or my uncle actually um, used to play pickup against Spo at University of Portland way back in the day. They said he was a dog. He was just a feisty little competitor. <laughs> um, but, no, I was going to say, like, in terms of finals um, – I think the Heat being an eight seed, you know, beating the teams that they've beaten in the playoffs, I, I think you'd be an idiot to count them out of this series um, just because Denver's a heavy favorite. I, I, I mean, I'm riding with the Heat. We know that. I'm, I'm team Hemi. But uh, I think tonight will be interesting. I, I want to take the Heat. I think they're like plus two and a half at home. I think the Heat either win a close one tonight or they just get blown out. Uh, well, you can't cover two options. You got to pick one. Oh, I'm going to have to pick one in the next – hour uh, 45 minutes here but yeah we'll, we'll see <laughs> Damn, and then the knights the knights are looking good in the dude in the that was a, that was like a football score in the second game that was crazy crazy that was too many i'm not gonna like i don't know could i don't know like concepts in in hockey so i can't really talk about any of that shit i just know that stuff is wild to watch wild. Dude, they're so yeah. good because i i blade like i roller skate a little and then i ice skate a little when it's cold enough like it's hard as fuck to keep track of the puck with like hand eye and shit hockey is such an impressive sport man i know like both of us have the, the football backgrounds and football's a, a violent brutal challenging game might be a little bit more tactical i guess than hockey but Mad respect for anyone that plays hockey. That shit. Hockey's so on the fly. Football's a little so on the fly. Rehearsed. Me and me and my roommates were talking about the concept of like throwing us kids out there who have never like literally. I've been to the ice skating rink maybe five times in my life. Um, could barely stay on my two feet. What if you threw all of us like average Joes uh, onto a hockey rink on the ice and had to play? <laughs> It'd be it'd be ACLs flying all over the place, dude. Achilles. You guys wouldn't even be able to get going if you don't know how to skate. You can't even get going. Yeah, I can skate a little bit, but like, 
it, it would be I tough. I can skate a little bit, but you got to like, know how to go backwards and change sides and cross over backwards. That's crazy. Too much. Damn, I got to do one one quick shout out. Um, If you're still listening, uh, we're 53 minutes into this recording. Follow my golf Instagram, yo, at, <laughs> at Looper Blooper. I think we were trying try to make this podcast like 30 minutes. Got a little carried away. I had fun, though. So Yeah, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I did a way. Huh? I don't know. I was just way. I was just way more awake. So I feel like I just like talked a little bit like better. Last time I was just like, oh, like mumbling into the mic like that. Like I'm like enunciating. Yeah. I haven't gotten tired yet. Probably have Good. to get this food coma and run inside, make some tacos. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. Peace, though. Ain't nothing gonna break my spine.